Hey guys, when we started this project, we were not sure how hard it would be to edit, record everything, and then eventually distribute. But then luckily, someone told us about Anchor. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. Secondly, they have creation tools that will allow you to record and edit directly from your phone or your computer. They distribute your podcast for you. And the best thing is you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We're in the state of confusion. Questions on your mind. Send in Letitia and Brandy. Gonna help you unwind. We're hanging out together, even though we're long. We'll pass it on over. Sorry, we're stoned. Hey, stoners. Uh, hello. What's going on, Mother? You look stressed. You know what? I am stressed. Not that stressed, but so I have decided like a crazy person while we're in stinking quarantine to redo my floors, my hardwood floors in my house. So we have a little guest house that's actually Billy Ray's studio that I'm currently living in and it is nuts. Yikes. Like it's fine. I actually love small spaces. And I really could, if I was completely prepared, actually live here. It's so tiny that I really do love it. But I'm not prepared because I was out of town when this process started. And so, like, I really didn't get my clothes out or my skincare products or anything out of my kitchen. So I'm literally just kind of dealing with what I've got and it is not fun. Hmm. So like how far along are we talking these floors are? Not very far. So for the stoners, if you're ever considering this and you live in an older house like me, for some reason, the last people glued down my hardwood floors. What? I will post some insane pictures. Like it is down to, I see the dirt underneath my house. No. Oh yeah. They had to like rip up actually everything and put down like new plywood and all this stuff. So it's taking much longer, of course, than originally planned. Does that mean it's also much more expensive than originally planned? No, I have the most fabulous contractor who gives me a price and guarantees that he's going to stay within that price. And if it's, goes a rise on him, which is amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. I feel like that's hard to find. It's very hard to find. He's so good. And I'll give you all his name because he's in the LA Palm Spring area. If anybody else is kind of in this area, he is amazing. Wow. Well, what else is new since you're, you've been back in LA? You know, not that much. I've just been hanging in my little guest house. And for some reason, Miss Kitty, who's an outdoor cat, mm-hmm. is obsessed with being in here. And I think it's because Billy Ray, when he would record, would sneak her in. Mm-hmm. I never actually was over here that much when he was working. And he actually just, now I know why he loved hanging out over here. It's a really amazing place. But now Miss Kitty, every time the door opens, she comes in. And like, she has become an indoor cat. And my eyes, I think I'm going to need allergy shots. My eyes. <laughs> So you're going to smoke it up uh, bright and early? It's early for you over there in LA, 11 a.m.? I do not smoke this early ever, but you know what? I see a lot of people writing to me about wake and bakes. Wake and bakes. Hold, please. Where's my freaking lottery? 
Who's on your t-shirt? The Scorpions. Who's that? Oh my gosh, just one of the most incredible 80s bands ever, which honestly speaking of 80s bands, ugh, so sad about Eddie Van Halen. I just don't even yeah. know how you saw that. Yeah. So my friend Missy and I, like huge 80s rockers, like in love. How is those pretty boy, long-haired rockers that I loved? Um, all the glam rock, but Missy loved Eddie Van Halen. Like mm-hmm. she was just in love with Eddie Van Halen. It was all she talked about. And that's actually how I found out that he had passed away is she hit me up and was put, I am devastated. <laughs> and I was like, about what? <laughs> and then she said that she had read about Eddie's passing. And I mean, it's just so sad seeing all the tributes to him. And I happened to be at the whiskey a few nights later in LA because Molly was doing something there. And it was so like surreal being because you know Van Halen had played there and there was a huge memorial out front to him but anyway it was just sad so rest in peace Eddie rest in peace uh well you know by the time this podcast comes out this will have already happened but this week is 80s night on Dancing with the Stars what did they do that when dad was on the show did they have like themed nights like they do now I think they did yeah they definitely had themes I think okay well, yeah. I'm thinking you need to watch 80s night. Absolutely. <laughs> Hello. Yes, I will be watching. I haven't actually watched it this this season. How's it going? I think this season is so good. Now, I'm not somebody that watches this show religiously every season, so maybe they're all this good. I don't know. But I feel like it, the cast is great. Obviously, I'm biased. My friend Caitlin Bristow's on the show, and she slays every week. But also, like, there's just so many that are so good and fun to watch. Like, I love watching Nelly. AJ from the Backstreet Boys is on. And then you've got a couple of athletes on there that are really good. I really love the football player. And I feel like he gets gypped on scores. Him and Nelly both. I feel like they do pretty freaking good, and their scores are never great. But I just feel like in general, like the girls on the show get scored higher. But I also think it's easier to be a girl on that show because the guy leads. So if you if you're a girl with a professional guy dancer, like the dances look better than if you're a male contestant trying to lead a professional girl dancer. That's hard. I feel like guys usually win, though. Really? Like Mario Lopez. These are such old ones that I used to watch. Mario won. Emmett Smith won. I think an ice skater, a guy ice skater won the one that your dad was on. Like Hmm. a lot of men, I feel like mostly the men win, but I'm not sure. Well, last year, Hannah Brown, she was the bachelorette. She won last year. And I feel like the women are definitely the front runners this season. Like Caitlin's up there for sure. Sky Jackson from Disney Channel. She does really well. Let's be real. How much is that about their dancing or that their fans are voting? Yeah, that's probably true. It looks hard. I mean, Caitlin is doing like dance practice for like six hours a day, which she loves it. And she's so active and fit and whatever. Like, you know, it's probably so fun for her. But I just remember dad saying how brutal it was. And he was just so exhausted all the time and sore and losing weight and just crazy stuff. Honestly, this is so funny, though, even though at the time it wasn't. I would remember that he would get those like cramps, Charlie horse cramps Mm -hmm. in his calves from it. And at night, he would just jump out of bed and be grabbing, like, screaming in pain. And, of course, I would laugh. And it was, like, (laughs) it's, like, it was bad. 
But also, again, like he was not a dancer. And so he would be walking around the house being like, one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> like trying to like get the dances like we would practice. And it just was not connecting. <laughs> I still think you should go on Dancing with the Stars. So dad and I talk about this. He swears that I could be top three and possibly win. My problem is, is with old age, if I spin in a circle, I will fall into the floor. Oh my God. Okay. So I feel, so there's one, someone on this cast. You know who Monica Aldama is? Mm-hmm. Would you ever watch the Cheer, the Netflix series Cheer? No. What? You would love that show. I it's about the Navarro. Um, it's a real, it's a reality show. It's about the Navarro College uh, cheer team. They're the best cheer team in the country. And Monica's the head coach. And she's on Dancing with the Stars. And I, I love her. I actually give her a few votes every week. But I feel like she's so used to being the best, like in cheerleading as the coach, that she comes into this and it's hard. And I feel like she got really discouraged early on. Like every week you could just tell she like knew she wasn't great at it. So she was just like really discouraged. But she's been doing really, really good. But she did something this past week where the pro spun her around like four times. And I was like, if that was my mom, you would would throw so dizzy. Because Monica, I don't she's not as old as you, but she's not young by any means either. I think she's in her 40s, like maybe late 40s and I just whenever I see her do that I'm just like I'm really impressed like for her age how well she does because like you can't even spin around one time without feeling dizzy I would feel so dizzy and either fall or like it really makes me nauseous (laughs) (laughs) throwing up on your partner is not a good idea especially on a live show I know but here's the thing I'm surprised she's not a great dancer if she's a cheerleading coach I bet like in her 20s, she probably would have been great at it. But I mean, let me Google how old she is. Okay, so I'm just getting inspired here. If she can be a cheerleading coach, why can't I be a cheerleading coach? You could be a cheerleading (gasps) coach. Where do I sign up for that? (laughs) Oh, Monica's 48. That's what I was thinking. She does pretty good. My age, technically. Kind of. Uh, you can be cheer. Okay, listen, stoners, if there's anybody out there on a cheer squad that needs a coach, call Tizzle. Seriously. You would be so tough. I would love it so much. And my cheerleading coach that I had in high school literally still is the cheerleading coach for that team. It's insane. Hi, Kathy Goble, if you're listening, my cheerleading coach. I just, I literally, she molded me into the person I am today. The dogs have decided that it's playtime. They might have to go outside. Oh, so I got a fun story for you guys. Astra took a trip to animal control this past week. What? (laughs) <laughs> Poor Rai Rai. Okay, so it was. This has been a horse show week, and it's been really busy, busier than usual because we took both horses. And so the first few days, Nemo was at the show, which means Star was at home, but I still had to go ride Star every day. And so we had been at the horse show all day, so tired, up at like six to go show Nemo at eight, you know, and then had to take care of him and then came home to take care of our horses. And then I decided, well, I'll just go ride Star and ride and stay home. Like it's been such a long day. And I was like, maybe you should take the pups out since they've been at home all day and like give them a little run around with the four wheelers. And so I came home. I was so tired and so cranky. And Rai comes out and he says, your dog's gone. And I'm like, what do you mean my dog's gone? I was like, like she, like her and little dog like are on an adventure. And he was like, no, little dog came back and Astra didn't. And I was like, what do you mean? How long has she been gone? And he was like, I don't know, like 30 minutes. And I was like, oh my God. All right, we got to get in the car and go find her. And he was like, well, I've been looking for it. I can't find her anywhere. I think we should just wait for her to come back. And I was like, no, we have to go look. So I schlepped back into the car. I'm so mad. been in the car all day. Get back into the car, drive down the street like for a second. And I get a phone call and it's Williamson County Animal Control. And, I'm, and they're like, we have your dog. <laughs> 
So then I had to schlep down to animal control, pay 30 bucks to get her back. And she like didn't even seem sorry. And I was like, so like who brought her in? And they were like, oh, these two really young girls, they took her to Sonic on the way and got her like a puppuccino. Oh, so she got rewarded for running away from home. Awesome. Thank goodness they didn't keep her. That's what I said. Because she's so pretty and such an amazing dog. I know. You got oh, animal lucky. control. Animal control loved her. She wasn't even in a cage. I walked in and she was <laughs> laying in the office with all the people that worked there. I was just like, maybe I should leave her here. <laughs> that is hysterical. It's funny were, now, but it wasn't. You were not mad at Rara. No, it wasn't his fault. It was Astro's fault. Yes. Dumb, dumb. So that oh. was fun. I said, well, the problem is when you take all three and you can't have eyes on all three, like one of them's bound to do something. And when you're down there cleaning stalls and stuff, it's just hard to watch them. So yeah, only one dog at a time gets to go from now on. Yep. But it's been an eventful week. You want to hear what else happened this week? Please. So guys, it's been a horse show week, like I said. And sweet, sweet Nemo. He is just the best. He was a dream to ride. He would have won all of his classes if I'd ridden better, but he was just so great. And brought Star into the horse show on Thursday and she was in a sassy mood. I didn't like, I even said to my trainer, I was like, maybe Danny, Danny, maybe you should take her today. I'm tired. I've been here all day. Like maybe you should show her today. She's like, no, 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 you can do it. She's your horse. Like you can do this. And I was like, fine, go into the ring. <laughs> we clear the whole gate area for me. Because she throws tantrums going into the gate. So we clear the gate. We tr- And I can her in. And I go down the side thinking like, all right, here we go. She stops and starts rearing again. I saw that on your story. Standing up on her freaking hind legs. And I held on for dear life and got her going again. Jump to jump one. She just crashes through jump two. Throws me completely off balance. And I came off in the show ring. I hit the dirt. No. I wasn't going to tell you, but I thought it was a good podcast story. Brandy, I knew this was going to happen. I, I have been saying that I'm scared for you. I hit the dirt. But you know what? I haven't hit the dirt in a while. It's been like six years since Did I Did it hurt? Bad. My shoulder hurts bad. But I got right back on. In the ring. So you can't, there's no, a rule that you can't get back on in the ring. You have to walk out on foot. So I walked out, got back on her, went in the warm-up ring, jumped a few jumps, went back in and jumped through the line we crashed through. And then I, then I let her stop because I was like, I could tell that like my adrenaline was pumping so hard. Like my, sh- I couldn't even really feel my shoulder that I landed mm-hmm. on. So I was like, man, it's probably really effed up, but I just, my adrenaline's pumping and I can't feel it. So I got through what I needed to. And then when I came out, my adrenaline started to fade away. It started like throbbing. But you know what? I hear dad in my head. No pain, no gain. I'm upset. (laughs) I'm very upset. I've been saying I'm worried you're going to get hurt. I'm fine. I know, but like Noah broke her shoulder. And she's fine. But she has a massive scar. And it's like some people don't get that lucky and you can get really hurt. And I'm scared. It's fine. It, it happens. You, you know, you can't, you don't get anywhere in life by playing it safe. But the thing is, your mother always knows Brandy hasn't fallen off in how long. And I swear, I just had a feeling. I'm so glad you weren't there. It was literally the day after my mom went home. And when I came out, it was the first thing I said when I came out of the ring is, thank God Tish went home. I would have freaked out. <laughs> I would have ran into the ring. I'm surprised where I didn't. He was I would have ran into that ring like a mad woman. <laughs> it's been an adventurous week over here. All right, you guys, we want to tell you about another one of our sponsors. It's Lumi Deodorant. I think we've talked about them before. I keep one of these sticks in my carry-on bag when I'm traveling. I don't like deodorant. It's just one of those things that I never think to pack. 
So I just make sure I always have it on me. If you guys aren't familiar, Lumi is a whole body deodorant that was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. This deodorant is baking soda free and paraben free, plus it's pH balanced for safe use. I know for me, like I've heard so much bad stuff about deodorant and like what's in it isn't great for you that a lot of the traditional ones that you can buy at your local drugstore just aren't cutting it for me. So I really love Lumi. Plus, they come in a variety of fresh, bright scents like clean tangerine lavender sage which is my favorite and they also have toasted coconut and the great thing is is you can use lumi all over your entire body so when you travel it's so much easier just to have one product plus they also have deodorant wipes which are super clutch especially if you're on like the red eye or an overnight flight and they also have body wash which is really cute and it comes in a mini travel size as well Lumi offers a starter pack that's perfect for new customers and as a special offer for our listeners all new customers get 15% off Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code STONED for 15% off your first purchase of LumiDeodorant.com. That's code STONED at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. All right, guys, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our favorite sponsors, Nutrafol. I take my Nutrafol. Do you take your Nutrafol? I take my Nutrafol all the time. I do too. I'll have the one for 50 and over. I was going to say, there's a <laughs> few different formulas. Uh, there is one for women that are postmenopausal, yes, which is. would be my mother. <laughs> um, and if you're confused about like which formula of Nutrafol is right for you, you can go on their website and they do have a quick hair quiz that you can take. You just answer a few questions and then they will tell you which formula is right for you. If you aren't familiar, Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. I've taken it for years. I can tell a huge difference. I can too. I have such like baby fine hair and not very much of it, but I, my hair does not shed. Like it really doesn't. And some of my my girlfriends, like when they come on trips with me and stuff, their hair will be everywhere, like all over the sink and in the shower. I just do not lose hair like that. And I feel like you used to and don't anymore. I did. <laughs> Honestly, maybe, but I definitely do not anymore. Like, I barely even lose hair in my brush when I brush well, it out. Well, this is amazing. I'm so tell the stoners how we get it. Also, Nutrafol has a subscription that you can do so that it shows up on your doorstep. I do a subscription. Okay, so clutch. That way you never run out. All right, you guys, if you want to take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code STONED. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code STONED. That's Nutrafol.com promo code STONED. So this is one of my favorites. It's the Integra Boost, um, which helps keep your weed fresher. It sure does. Integra specially brings you plant-based solutions for top-tier cannabis storage and packaging. And my favorite part is, is that with the terpenes, that you can kind of mix and match and make them different flavors and just kind of specialize your weed. Totally. Plus, they are precision-crafted, plant-based packs that are entirely food-safe, so they can be used with any of your cannabis products. 
Integra offers an array of sizes and relative humidity levels for storing flour, pre-rolls, gummies, blunt wraps, and so much more. For more information, check them out at www.integraboost.com or at Integra Herbal on Instagram. Use code SWS at checkout for 15% off of your next online purchase at www.integraboost.com. Uh, so what did, was that the only class you guys did? Yeah. So it started pouring rain the next day. Danny took her in and showed her one day and she was better, but we just decided to, you know, get our ducks in a row and come back next week fresh. And Danny feels so bad. Danny was so mad. Danny called her the C word. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard her use the C word. Whoa. I know. I I couldn't tell until I watched the video back what happened. And I watched it back because she crashed through the jump. And then I stayed on for about six strides and then fell. And I was like, why was I so off balance? And I got back on and did it. So wait a minute. You didn't fall off until six strides later? Yes. So I'll send you the video if you want to see it. But it it might freak you. But we're like cantering to the jump. And Danny said, she said, what you saw was right. But Star took a second look at the jump, which she never does. It's so unlike her. And she took like a stutter step. And then she like, you can see it in the video. She picks her front feet up like six inches and then slams them back down and crashes through the jump. So I went up into my jumping position because I felt her front feet come off the ground and then she slams them back down. And then I I have like whiplash from going like, boom, get spooked her. And so then she started to go faster and she started to speed up. I was like, fuck it. And I just pushed myself. I pushed myself away from her because I didn't want to get underneath of her. She. Nutso. Okay, let's get back on track, but please okay. do that. I have to see it. You want to see it? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, back on track. But anyway, all good stoners. I'm fine. I'm going back next week. (laughs) (laughs) Is it so embarrassing when you have to get up and then walk out? Horrible. And this is the first time I've ever fallen off in the show ring. This has never happened to me. But it happens to people a lot. And I always think, like, how embarrassing is that to have to walk out on foot? I mean, I was covered in sand. It was in my mouth, in my hair, but everyone's watching you. The whole, it's like everyone's silent and this just all eyes on you to see what you're going to do. Yeah, well, it's just like there's so much pressure. Yeah. Noah's fallen off multiple times <laughs> in the show ring. <laughs> And I always feel so bad. So embarrassing. Okay. Get back on and carry on. Okay, so what else you been doing besides that? That's about it. Watched, I've watched a few TV shows, but we can get into that when we do our off-limits. Okay. Oh, by the way, I love our Facebook community. Oh, you do? I literally have people to communicate with. <laughs> you know I love to be on my computer. We have just been chatting for the last two days. I've been given design advice right and left. Everybody's talked about where they're from and told a little bit about themselves. Like, it has been amazing. So while I was sitting in the dirt up at Brownland, you've just been chatting away with the stoners. Yes. And... <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, just so y'all know, I truly love it. Like I, it is so cool getting on there and us having our community. I'm obsessed. Okay. So anyway, well, if anybody that doesn't know, we have a Facebook community called, well, sorry, we're sound. And anyway, we all just get on there and chat it up and talk about stuff. Like, are you too young to start smoking weed at 18? That's one of the things that we all talked about. And somebody was like, I started to have a little cough. What could that be from? It's just a great community. Hanging with your friends. Okay. Let's see what we got with the voicemails this week. Hi, Mama Tish and Brandy. My name is Sarah. I'm a huge fan of 
basically your entire family. Also, I'm a huge donor in real life. But my question is for year in ski. My boyfriend has three daughters. So I'm just curious about any advice for starting a blended family or taking on a step-parent role. I'm 27, and he's 28 for reference. I didn't even think I wanted kids until I met his daughters, and I'm just so excited to start a family with him, but also want to know my role as a step-parent. Love you guys so much. Thanks. Well, first of all, I feel like, you know, she said she didn't know if she wanted kids, and that's you. Brandy says she doesn't. I think she'll change her mind. And I think, you know, it's such a blessing and such a gift that she met somebody that has kids that she does love because she was on the fence and maybe she would have never experienced that had she not met him who already had kids. And I think that's so amazing. And I think the biggest thing is probably having a good relationship with their mom as well. You know, I think that would just be so important in a position like that. But I just think it's amazing. And I think that you will just be such an amazing addition to their lives. You can all kind of be a family together. I think that would be so amazing. Yeah, I think I wish I knew how old the kids were, but I, I would assume pretty young if they're in their late 20s. I dated a guy with a kid once and it was very hard. I think the one thing I took away from that relationship that I would just pass along to you, I think the hardest part for me was because it wasn't my kid, I felt like I had no say in like if, you know, if you had if you have to have some sort of structure, not punishment, but like, you know, especially when it came to like structure and rules and stuff like that, there were a lot of things like I would have done differently, but I felt like I had no place to like voice that. And I think if I had stayed with him and down the road, I think that would have become an issue where I felt like like I'm playing just, a bit if, of a parent role, but I'm like not allowed to. That's another reason I think it would be so important. Like if you would have stayed with him, even though you already did know his wife. But like, I just think that if you're going to, that's going to be your part of your life and, and you're going to be their stepmother and you're going to be a, you're going to do everything else, you know, between these three people, you have to sit down and have that conversation and you have to be clear that you have to be able to also be able to. I mean, when I say punish, I'm not talking about spank or things like no, that, no, no, but, know. you know, but like some type of involvement in that area too, because that's just not fair to be asked to be a part of their lives in some ways and not others, I think. And I think, especially if they're young, this is just going to be like a second mom. Well, yeah, and I think if they're younger, it'll be easier. Way easier. Mm -hmm. I think it's way harder if the kids are in their teens, mm -hmm. you know, and this is a new thing because you're going to be challenged at all times. But it feels like since they're younger, the kids are probably younger, which is a serious plus. Yeah. And she did say she did say that he's just her boyfriend. Like they're not married yet. So I feel uh, like there's. There's like a lot of room for her to get there, but I would just, that's something that I would suggest like tackling early if it's something you foresee lasting forever, because like down the road, like that would have been an issue for me. But I do think it's great. I have always said I don't want to have my own kids, but I was always very open to being with somebody that already had kids. Exactly. Um, because I think that that, that would have been a great way. You get a kid without having to like birth it. Sounds great. <laughs> and you, you didn't really love the idea of going through the infant stage. Right. Yeah. But it sounds like she gets to miss that too. So this sounds like a win-win-win. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I hope we were helpful. Here's another. Hey, this is Kylie from Idaho. I am talking to my boyfriend about moving in together um, in May. It's quite a bit away, but we're just trying to figure out price range. 
and he has a full-time job, just graduated college. I'm still in college. How do I bring up the conversation of what I can contribute versus what he can? I don't want to, like, seem like I'm living off of him, but, you know, he works 40 hours a week and makes pretty good money versus me, who I work part-time minimum wage at the university. So just some help trying to figure that out. Love the show. Love you guys. Thanks so much for doing this, and I love that you made a Facebook page. Thank you. Okay, I love her. I do too. And I was just talking to Olivia about how uh-huh. everyone's moving in together. Are it just they? seems like couples are just all moving in together all of a sudden. Well, I just feel like, first of all, I would respect her so much if I were him that she came to me with that conversation. You know what I mean? Like I've always said, I hate not even controversy. I am a bad communicator. Like I would be just so, I don't know. I'm so bad at that. But my advice is go have that conversation. And yeah. the way you said it is so sweet. Like you're so amazed by him because he does have such a great job. And you know, Build up that, that male ego, baby. Male, absolutely. And be like, I wish I could contribute more. You know, I love the idea of us moving in together, but I never want you to feel that way. And this is what I can contribute. And if you're not okay with that, that's okay with me. I just, I wanted to have the conversation. And I think that he will respect that so much agreed but i'm all about living with someone before you get married or something like that because i think just to learn things you'll never know otherwise and i think it's important to learn those things early i agree (laughs) (laughs) like when rai rai walks across the floor it sounds like he weighs as much as an elephant tell me about it i live in the basement (laughs) (laughs) i kept telling him my mom's gonna hear you my mom's gonna hear you Uh uh-huh you're loud Hi, Tish and Brandy. My name's Amy, and I've been listening to y'all all the way from Dallas, Texas. And I just wanted to say I've been catching up on y'all's episodes and hearing y'all talk about your grandmother passing away and Tish's mother. And it is so comforting to listen to y'all and hear that y'all are kind of going through what my family is right now and what my mother's going through. And it's been hard because I feel like what I've noticed is a lot of my friends, they don't have like the close relationship with their grandparents or grandmother that it seems like y'all had and my family had. So they didn't really understand the mourning process and how hard it is. And so I just wanted to say thank y'all and you've really made an impact on me just being able to listen and just be comforted by y'all's words. And I was wondering, a question for Tish is, do you have any advice on ways that you took comfort, like some advice on how I could help my mom get through this and it's just been so hard and it's been a couple of months now, but it's just so it's not easy to get over. And so just if y'all had any advice and thank y'all so much and y'all are in my prayers and I'm so sorry for y'all's loss. Bye. Okay. So this is nuts because I can't believe that that this is on this episode right now. Literally before you and I got on. I was talking to my friend, Wendy, who lost her mom a year and a half ago now. And she was so close to her mom, like I was to Mammy. And her kids were so close to her mom. And we were just talking just this, like literally right before this, about how horrible it is. I literally, in my text, I could read it to you, said, it's so weird because I actually feel different. Like there's just like this sadness and this peace missing. 
and it sucks. And Wendy said back to me, we have to be so thankful that we loved them that much and they loved us that much back. And we had that kind of relationship because so many people don't. And it was so true. Mm-hmm. And I think when you feel that way, like you sound, sounds like your mom's feeling. I feel like that is true. Like I have so many friends, my, my friends don't have that relationship. And so I think that really helps me in that moment was like, Oh, I was so lucky to have her as my mom, you know, and as sad as I am, at least I had that. But there's one thing I will say is like, I don't think there's anything except time because it's just sad. It's just sad. And Mm -hmm. I think it's just something like everybody, I guess, has to go through, but it's just like, it just makes you feel really sad. And I just think being there for your mom is the best thing that you can do. And I love when we talk about my mom and tell funny stories and laugh at her, you know, when she was being like crazy and stuff. Like, it's just like, (laughs) I was watching a home video the other day and she's like, I tell Noah to do something and Noah won't do it. And Mammy is like, Noah, Lindsay, listen to your mother. (laughs) And it's just so funny. But anyway, I love that question and I'm sorry for your loss. And I totally get it. It is just, you know, such a sad, sad thing to go through. Mm-hmm. I agree. I almost feel like it's sadder now almost than it was like yes. right when it happened. It's just so weird. And I feel like what my mom said, like, it's just going to take time. And for me, I, I always feel like guilty when it starts to feel less sad. And then so then I make it myself feel sadder about it. And it's just like the kind of this vicious cycle. But I think it's just going to take time for, you know, that like guilt to go away. And I think just keeping the positive mentality of like keeping her memory alive and keeping those stories going. And when we do come home for holidays or whatnot, like including her memory in that still. And um, I just think that the more like positive you can feel about it, instead of just the sadness, the better it'll get. I think, too, Christmas and Thanksgiving are going to be really hard. Mm -hmm. And I kind of dread that because, you know, she, one of you all would pick her up and she loved to eat. And so then she'd eat and be like, okay, take me home. I know. (laughs) She was not a hang around kind of gal. No, she was not. So, but I think that's going to be really, really hard this year is just doing those two things. And because you know, she wouldn't travel back to Nashville and we'd go to Nashville on Christmas sometimes. And when she wouldn't go, it would make me so sad Mm -hmm. and and I would feel so guilty. So I think that's going to be hard this year, just remembering that. And, you know, it's, it's just going to be a process, but yeah, Yeah. it's the worst. It is. Hi, Brandy and Tish and the Stoners. This is Emily from Seattle. And I was just calling to tell you guys that I lost my mom and my grandma on my other side of the family, two weeks apart from each other when I was 17. The pain never really goes away, but it does get better. So I was just calling to tell you guys that and hope that makes you feel better. Anyways, I can't wait for you guys' next podcast, and I hope you have a great week. Thanks. Bye. I'm sad. That was really sweet, though. Ugh, Emily. I'm sad for her. Ugh. She said she was 17. I wonder how old she is now. I don't know. But Emily, that's just, I think about people like you who lose their mom so young. Like I can't even imagine because I was so blessed to have my mom for so long. And so those, like when you ask about things that help, those are the things that I think I just really try to stress in my mind when I'm super sad is I literally am like, my mom was 80. She was going to be 85. Like I Mm -hmm. had her until I was 53 years old. I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky. And those are things I kind of try to dwell on. But I am so sorry for your loss. I can't even imagine. And I'm sure it's something that 
will never go away ever. It's just probably going to get easier. And but thank you so much for calling in. That was amazing. So sweet. All right, Stoners, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our podcast sponsors. Here she freaking goes. Mother, we need to tell the Stoners about mood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's right. If you guys don't know, Mood is known for their federally legal THC. And now they're adding their most potent product yet to the lineup, which that's perfect for Tish. She loves the potency. Honestly, I love Mood. Yeah, Well, great. They're They're, like, uh, they are so good. They really do have something for every single Mood. And it actually works the way it says that it does. Oh, it does. Yes, it does. What's your favorite product, would you Uh, say? You know what? I love their pens. Mm, they are okay. really good. Okay, cool. Yeah, Mood offers uh, things like flour, gummies, vapes, and more. And they have this THCA product that converts into THC when you heat it and you get access to the classic marijuana high. Mood's latest and most potent breakthrough in the world of legal cannabis. All of their products are regularly tested in third-party labs and sourced from small family farms and pesticide-free, which is so important. They have different strains for specific moods, hence the name of the brand. So whether you want like a euphoric, energized feeling or you're feeling more creative and want to chill, they have something for everybody and plenty of versatile products that go with whatever mood you're going for. Try Moods new THCA flower today. For a limited time only, get 20% off your first order and a free THCA pre-roll. Just go to hellomood.com and use promo code SWS. That's hellomood.com code SWS for 20% off your order and a free THCA pre-roll. Cute. We've got a couple of design questions. And this first one, I think I mentioned before, I was just talking to my one of my best friends, Olivia, lives in New York now. Mm-hmm. And I think New York is known for having very small spaces, but they Olivia's are. place is so cute. I was just showing my mom photos the other day. She really did a great job with it. But this next question is from Erin, who also is living in New York in a small apartment. Hi, Tish and Brandy. My name is Erin. I live in New York City and I'm actually from Kentucky. So go Kentucky. I had a question because I am hopefully going to be moving into a studio apartment in New York in the beginning of next year. And I just wanted a couple tips of must-haves to have in my studio apartment, how to kind of make a small space bigger perhaps. And then also with that as well, any tips for how to, you know, live on your own for the first time. I'm really excited to live on my own and I've been kind of waiting for it. I've always had roommates, but also then, you know, once I get there, What are kind of some good mental tips and things to know as I go into living by myself in the next step of my life? Thanks so much, ladies. Have a good day. You've lived in smaller spaces than me. Me? Yeah. My 400-square-foot apartment in Denver? Yeah, I think the key to that was just trying to find pieces that you can use that are also storage. Mm -hmm. We've talked about that before. That's very Uh important. Like any things you can buy to kind of help keep your stuff organized is going to be so important because that was my biggest struggle in a small space was finding somewhere to put everything, Uh, even the kitchen. You know, I had less cabinets in the kitchen. I didn't even have a pantry for food, so I had to use some of my cabinets for food. So you definitely have to get creative with where to put everything and to make sure everything has its place, but... On the flip side of that, the nice thing is I I would recommend just getting rid of 
things you don't need or use. And it really helps you kind of lean into that minimalist lifestyle when you have a smaller space. Even though it can seem scary to like throw things away and get rid of things you've held on to for so long, it's actually really, really like freeing and liberating. And you just feel so much lighter with less stuff. So I would definitely recommend like when you do move into this new spot, like go through everything you own. And truly, if you don't need it, you don't use it. And it's not something that's just super sentimental, like ditch it you know especially clothes like if you've got a smaller closet space i have this new rule if i haven't worn something in a year ditch it unless it's something like really classic don't we all kind of just wear like the same same. probably like six outfits over and over in different ways yeah now i will say there is something to be said for like vintage coming back in style and there is a part of me that wishes you actually held on to way more of your stuff because it would be so sick now but that's why like you know pick and choose hold on to the things that are really classic that could be really sick like in a decade or something but as far as like basics and stuff that you just have a million of like pick and choose and don't feel like you have to keep everything and you'll feel so much lighter when you have less stuff and it's all organized and where it should be I think the other thing I would say is because you'll have less space to hang out in and especially being in New York in the winters you're going to be inside a lot uh, make the most of your spaces like make them really comfy especially the living area like wherever you put a couch and a sofa I mean I remember I would sit on the sofa and work from there on my laptop and I would watch TV from there and I also when I had people over that's where we'd sit so just make it as comfy and cozy as you can because you're not going to have a ton of room so the other thing she asked was like how to prepare for living alone I know this could go either way but I loved living alone like thrived and I'm just telling you once you live alone and don't have roommates there's no going back so just prepare yourself now but it also can make it hard to make yourself get out and be social and go out and do things because you can get so comfortable just being at home by yourself. So I would tell you if you start to feel like you're getting comfortable spending all of your time alone to really force yourself to get out and do something around people a couple of times a week, whether that's go to a, a workout class where there's other people or force yourself to go work at a coffee shop once, once or twice a week, just something so that you're not alone all the time because it can be really easy to just like lean into that and never leave your house. Uh-huh. I feel like I'm doing that now. (laughs) Yeah, I do that a lot. Okay, so now that we're on to high design, let's pull up the Facebook post that you wanted to talk about. So it's these girls. I think they said they're in college and they are starting from scratch. But it's funny because in the picture they have like a beer game, but like they really don't have anything yet. We're poor college students. And yes, that's a VP debate drinking game. Yeah. Amazing. Ooh, cute pup. I think her name's Allie, A-L-L-Y-E, Allie. Mm -hmm. I see a lot of people are saying Facebook Marketplace. I do, like, when I first got, it was, for me, it was a house. When I got my first house, like, left the apartment life to the house life, and I needed so much more furniture. Yeah. But I I didn't have any money to spend on it. I got so much furniture on Craigslist, and it's one of those things where. Sorry. Well, I just, I'm freaking. She lives in Fargo, North Dakota. I literally watched Fargo last night. The movie. Oh, you did. (laughs) Yes. Fargo. I love her. She's cool. Okay, so Fargo, North Dakota. They probably probably don't have an Ikea. 
But I'm telling you, Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace is kind of the new Craigslist. So try that too. And it's one of those things where you, you're not going to find everything you want and need in one day on Craigslist. But if you'll like continually keep an eye on it, you can get furniture for so cheap on there because furniture is one of those things like people literally put things up for so cheap because they need to get rid of it that you can find really nice stuff for a really great deal. But um, make sure you take a guy with you because Craigslist can be sketchy. My friend Matt and I got a TV off Craigslist in Denver and he swore we rolled up to a crack house and that we were probably in, in a lot of danger picking up this TV. But I couldn't pass it up. It was like a 50 inch TV for like 100 bucks. Okay, so I see most people are saying a TV stand, which yes, I agree. Like you could definitely use a TV stand. And I guess you would want to get all the furniture in first, like get a few end tables and stuff. But my big thing is rugs. I think you have to find some really cheap rugs because it just would warm it all up and start making it feel more homey, you know? Rugs USA, so cheap. They're the best. Well, our Facebook group is cute. Okay. This last voicemail is a munchy moment voicemail. <laughs> so we can end this on a nice lighthearted note. Hi, Tish and Brandy. This is Kelly. I live in Orange County, California. And I just laughed out loud when you guys introduced your munchy moments because it immediately made me think of a munchie that my fiance loves. When I started dating him, he told me about this, and I thought it was absolutely disgusting when I heard about it. But once I tried it, I became obsessed. So the combination is peanut butter, salami, and pickles on a sandwich. Don't knock it till you try it. It's so good. Hope you guys love it. Love the podcast. Have a great day. There nope. is no amount of weed that would make me want to eat that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no that is, sounds horrible. Oh, my God. Absolutely horrible. You know what my munchy <laughs> moment is? Seriously. Every time I get stoned, I love this combo of, are those called veggie straws or something? Yeah. yeah ve- veggie straws with Hershey almond milk chocolate. And then right after that, I always eat a hachu. Is that weird? Very. Yeah. But it's such a good combo. Veggie straws, Hershey's Kisses with almonds, and then wait a few seconds, maybe minutes, and then hachu. I eat it all the time. Yuck. So bomb. I'm trying to think if we have been eating anything weird. I need to start taking notes of all the weird things Rye eats. (laughs) You really do. (laughs) Because I feel like he's always like, do you want this on your sandwich? And I'm like, no. And he goes, oh. (laughs) Well, I was with Molly yesterday. She ordered like the craziest sandwich. But anyway, I got a milkshake. It was from this place. I think it was called The Stand. Or is it The Strand? One of them. In Calabasas. It's a burger store. I think it's called The Stand. The milkshake there was so good. And it was just a vanilla milkshake. But it had these little chunks of something in it. Hmm. It was so bomb. So, anyway. It was amazing. Hey, can I go back to um, Allie? Because you know another thing that you did. You get them for free. Is those crate things. Oh, the well... (laughs) Can you get them for free? I feel like you're supposed yes. to pay for them. Okay, they're hard to find for free, though. The wooden pallets that people make pallet beds and stuff out of them, if you look on Pinterest. everything. Yes. So, yes, you can find them for free, but it's, like, if you go to, like, a Home Depot or a Walmart, you're technically supposed to buy them from them. 
But if you're sneaky, if you hit a lot of places, I would try like a garden center. Or if you guys like have, we have like a co-op or a tractor supply somewhere that sells horse hay and shavings and stuff like that. Like those come on pallets. And I feel like those places have so many, they're fine getting rid of them. But I definitely got in trouble one time at Walmart for quote unquote stealing pallets from to make a pallet bit. Oh, because you thought you could just take it? Yeah. I would have thought you could just take it. But yeah. Okay. So anyway, pallet furniture is really cute. You can pull it up on Pinterest. People make free thing out of it. And it is so cute because you can put some little twinkle fairy lights under it and it looks adorable. Mm -hmm. So that would be really fun to do too. And you and your roommates could do a little project. I will post and we'll, we'll post on Sorry We're Stoned. I do have a picture of I used pallets underneath my guest bed. I didn't want to buy a whole nother bed frame for the guest room. So I got four wooden pallets, painted them all white. Mm -hmm. And then we took white Christmas lights and strung them through the pallets underneath. And it's really, really cute. So I'll make sure. That is a great idea. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Do we have any off limits? I'm sure we do. Did you ever see, I feel like you're going to tell me no. Did you ever see the haunting of Hill house? I started that. I couldn't get into it. Oh, it was so good. What do you mean? If you have not seen The Haunting of Hill House, I think it came out two years ago, I want to say, possibly three. But it was it came out first, and it's it's a, a made out of from a book. Like The Haunting of Hill House was a book. Mm-hmm. But it great cast. Michelle Huseman is in it. And just there's the cast is just stacked, but it's so good. So this the guy that created that, the writer and the director and everything, now they've created it's a new story called The Haunting of Bly Manor. And it's weird because there's some of the same cast members in it, but they they have nothing to do with the original story. They're new characters. It's a new story. I guess they just loved some of those actors so much they wanted to use them in season two so can you see them as these new people or do you I, still think it of took them me as a the- second to see because the main girl her name was nell in the first story in the first season uh-huh. and she, she was the main character almost like her her character was such a strong presence that it did take me a couple of episodes this time to like not see her as nell but like she had black hair in the first season and now she, her hair's blonde you know what I mean so they do a good job of like trying to make her look entirely different I would say Hill House is a little bit scarier like creepier um like my friend Kirsten was trying to watch The Haunting of Hill House last night because she hadn't seen it and she was scared it's too scary <laughs> to watch by herself and I do remember that one being like having a lot more ghosts and stuff but this one's getting better it's picking up they're starting to show more ghosts now and it's just really good I don't know if you like if you like spooky stuff. I would highly. I recommend do. It. Is it like spooky, like thriller, but not gory? Yeah, no gore at all. I hate gore. No, no, not not gory. Suspenseful. Okay, that's what I like. And creepy, just creepy. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna try to start this again. Although I've started Yellowstone. About a damn a time to it. Okay, girls, don't watch it because honestly, I just like. Kevin Costner is so hot, I cannot deal. What about his the guy that plays his son? First of all, who is his he? name? Luke something. He is so freaking cute. I cannot even stand myself. I know. And he gets hotter as as it goes. But Kev is looking on in his old age. Kev's I mean, like good. I have been obsessed in love with Kevin Costner. <laughs> Since Bull Durham, okay? In Bull Durham, well, that, that movie was just, like, everything. But I'm just obsessed with him. And, oh, he's so dreamy in this. And he's a boss. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a total boss. confident boss. How far in are you? I'm just on episode three. Oh, brother. Okay, talk to me when you get to season two. 
I'm so happy I started. It's so good. Is he going to have a thing with the mayor? Would you just calm down and watch the show? The other thing I've been watching is a little Netflix series called Emily in Paris. It's I've been seeing a lot of people post about it online. I feel like it's not getting the best reviews, but it's one of those things where like, it's so cheesy, it's good. <laughs> What's and it I about? Love, Lily Collins is the lead, and I, I just love her. I think she's so cute. And she usually plays very serious roles. So to see her in something that's a little bit more of like a comedy feel, I thought was fun. And she's just so adorable. But it's about, she's a girl from Chicago that works in a marketing firm that moves to Paris to work in the marketing firm there. And she just moves there and doesn't know anyone. And it's just about her life there, her work life. And she works in fashion PR and stuff like that. And it's just cute. It's just an easy, cute watch. Lots of cute French boys. It's the same creator as uh, Younger, the Hillary Duff show, which I loved. I've never seen that. And so, you know, it's, yes, it's cheesy, but it's super cute. I just love Lily Collins. Uh, Olivia and I were both saying, like, you watch episode one and you're like, this is the worst show ever. But then, like, then you're all of a sudden six episodes in and you're obsessed. That's how I felt about you. Yeah, exactly. It's that kind you of show. Is like, it was like, oh my gosh, this acting is like very questionable. <laughs> but it's like so cheesy that you cannot stop watching. Yeah. I loved it. That's kind of what this is like. It's great. Okay. I like okay. it. Okay, okay. And then the only other thing, I think I talked about it on YFT a little bit. Rye and I randomly started watching this show because it was set in South Africa and filmed there. And it's on Cinemax of all things, but it's called Trackers. And he, Rye says that like usually South African TV is not very good. And so he wasn't that stoked on it when I started it, but... We got a couple episodes in and loved it. It's kind of about like the like Cape Town's version of the CIA, but also like the American CIA plays a part in it too. But it's a, like three different storylines happening where it's like this woman starts working at the Cape Town C- version of CIA and she's got like a romance going on with this guy who somehow gets pulled into this like murder investigation who's somehow tied to this like investigation about someone trying to um, like trade diamonds for a terrorist attack. And then there's rhinos involved and it's like this whole thing. Uh, but it's really, really good. Like, if you like crime dramas, I would highly recommend it. And you get to see how, Cape Town. How did you find something that's coming out on Cinemax? I don't know. You know, technology can read our minds. And I think they just know that I have a South African living in my house and it popped up on my TV. I don't know. Okay. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I'm going to check that out. You got any baked goods for us this week, Tizzle? Um, kind of. But uh, you know what I did order because me and my friend Gabby are thinking about going out of town next weekend. Where are you going? <laughs> There's this little place in Ojai, which is only an hour from Malibu. And there's these six little trailers, little Airstreams. I know exactly what you're talking about. And we're thinking about going for the weekend. And, sure. ha- and they have all the social distancing rules. You have to have on a mask, but it's all outdoors. But each of the trailers has its own little like patio set up and twinkle lights. And she said it's close enough that you can walk in and out of town. And uh, so anyway, we might go there and you can bring dogs. And so I ordered uh, this little bag that is like a doggy suitcase almost you're putting samuel in a bag no you it's their little suitcase oh is he gonna carry it on his back (laughs) maybe (laughs) a little too big for that but it comes with these two things that you pop up as bowls and they're plastic not fabric i hate those fabric bowls Mm -hmm. and they they kind of sit in the front and then there's places for like either canned food or they come with these pouches and there's two of them to put dry food in and they stack in there. I'll post it. It's just this little, I just think perfect little bag that's super functional for dogs. Like I'm obsessed with it. 
Well, great. I need one of those for as a girl. You you actually do. You do need one. It's really nice. And it's there's a place for treats and things like that as cute. well. Cute. Love. Really cute. So that and wait, what else did I get? Oh, I love my Hanes sweatshirt. You do? You like the yeah. color? So I love the color. It's just like a unisex very soft Hanes sweatshirt. And you know what I like about it is because I think it's such a good blue that it would look good with really faded jeans. And then maybe a pair of the uh, knockoff Bottegas because I'm not paying a thousand dollars for a Bottega, but in the same color as a sweatshirt and have like an all blue moment. Huh. That sounds cute. Very Haley Baldwin. That's really all I've got this week, I think. But let me give you all an update on the milk frother because I said I hadn't used it. It is amazing. Oh, it is? I'm giving it a five star. It froths the milk so good. I cannot even believe it. And it was like $35. And it's, I got the white one. Did you buy one for LA too? I have one that Juliana got me. But Juliana, the one she got me was like a hundred and some dollars. And this one was 35. That's crazy. And it's so cute to set out. It's just, I'll definitely put that back up again because it is an amazing milk frother. Love it. I can't live without a milk frother these days. Ugh, it's just too good. <laughs> so, yeah, very happy with my purchase. Okay. Great. Cute. What do you got going on the rest of the day? You know, not that much. I am tomorrow having to pull everything out of my closet because they're going to redo my closet floors. And I'm putting in like a closet system, container store system, instead of my dark wood one. I just cannot take the darkness in there anymore. Hmm. Okay. Well, stoners, make sure you call in before next week with your questions. Our Sorry We're Stoned voicemail number is 818-839-0534. You can call and leave a message and we'll play it on the podcast. Or you can hit up our new Facebook group, which we hope you do anyway. We love to see photos, so you can always post there as well. And it's our favorite content. We can't do the episode without you guys. So make sure you call in. And uh, if you haven't already, just hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss an episode every Thursday. Also, you know we love a five-star review if you're feeling kind. You are so (laughs) shameless. (laughs) We love five-star review. We actually do. But okay, well, I'll talk to you all on Facebook this week. Later, stoners. Uh, I'll talk to you on Facebook. It's so fun. You're nuts. You need to go on there. This one girl asked about drapery suggestions, and I thought you'd be good at that. Drapery. (laughs) Oh, actually, somebody on there. Why is that so funny? Somebody on there said, I just want, I'm just so glad you asked that question because I love hearing Tish say drapery. (laughs) Drapery. What do you call it? Drapes? Curtains. Oh, (laughs) curtains. 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 Got it. I like drapery. Drapery. When I saw that, I'm like, why do they want me to not say date drapery? (laughs) Like when Mammy used to call it the commode. Oh, I do that sometimes because she did that. I know. It's concerning. It's a toilet. (laughs) So funny. Okay, I'm going. Goodbye. Goodbye. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.